Hello and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast. She Reads Truth creates beautiful, accessible Bible reading plans and resources to help you get into God's Word every day. Each week here on the podcast, we talk about what we're going to read together as a community this week. I'm your host, Rachel Myers. And I'm your other host, Amanda Bible-Williams, and today is our third and final week in our Amen and Amen series, A Journey Through the Psalms. And we have with us here in the studio our dear friend, Janice Gaines. Janice is a singer, a songwriter, a Bible teacher. She was one of the songwriters and artists involved in the Faithful Project that Rachel and I got to be a part of a couple of times over the last few years. Janice has a Master's of Divinity, which we'll talk a little bit about. She is passionate about many things, and one of those things is she has a passion for making the Bible accessible and practical to audiences around the globe. And I feel like that's what she did for us today in this conversation. You're going to be blessed by this conversation with Janice, and you're going to want to stick around until the very, very end, because she does bless us with a short little chorus. Her voice is like no other. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Janice Gaines, welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast. I am so so happy that you are here with us for this third week of Amen and Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here and looking at you and I with <laughs> you all. Janice is in person. In I know it feels so good in our studio with us, and it's so exciting. Which also means that Janice arrived uh, like forty-five minutes ago, and we have been. No. Not able to like stop and like stop talking and actually record for 45 minutes. It also feels important for me for y'all to know that Janice and Amanda could not be dressed more alike right <laughs> it's now. It's true. It's true. All the way down Between to the side in. hair and yeah. everything. We so are, good. I, yeah. I bet that photo will probably we got be a photo on Instagram. We'll at least um, put it in the show notes. They, they look like they're dressed for a Gap commercial in the yes. cutest 2022 way. I mean, Gap, I, I am available. Yeah. If you're looking exactly. for a 40 something. <laughs> Same, um, same. Model with zero experience. Yeah. Here but, I am. But then, like, we walked <laughs> and around a real the office. Body. Found, we, <laughs> yes. Yes, and a real body. We walked around the office, like, to find good light for photos and then, like, mm-hmm. got distracted by, like, chatting with people. And Well, I mean, it's just the space is so beautiful, too. And That's my sweet. husband and I have been preparing our own home and designing it and So I'm noticing everything, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, somebody spent time on the details here, and I hear that it's you. I I do care about the details of how everything looks at the office. And that is an understatement (laughs) in, like, the biggest way. But here's the thing. When you have someone who cares so deeply about details, it can feel like, oh, come on, it's it's fine. Like, does it really matter? But here's the answer to the question. It actually does matter. It It does. does. And then the rest of us benefit from Rachel's deep, deep care about the details because we get to just exist in this environment that she has so meticulously designed and like somebody had to care first for it to get this way. And, you know, in my home, there's no one who cares about all the details. (laughs) And and that's okay because there are also things that my children can learn from that. But (laughs) but anyway, it is, we we all benefit. And it's also Thank you, Rachel, for caring. Well, listen, I'm happy to care. It's just a blessing and a curse. matters, man. (laughs) I'm telling you, how you feel in a space is directly related to how that space has been prepared for you. It's true. It's true. But, like, natural transition to the Psalms. Sure. Let let me take a pass at it, see Mm -hmm, if I can. mm -hmm. Janice, what you said about that, like, you guys are doing things in your home right now, and so you notice these things. Your Mm -hmm. eyes are tuned to design, right? And I think that I'm going to take a swing here, but Mm -hmm. I think that, like, with the Psalms, we talked last week about how we read them differently. Each of us come to them a little bit differently, depending on what our ears and hearts are tuned to. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm looking already at, like, our books that we have open in front of us and how we have different things marked. Mm -hmm. Um, We each come to the Psalms, first of all, come as you are. Um, but don't leave as you are. Like, yeah. don't stay as you are. Yeah. But really, like, that's the beauty of the living and active Word of God. Like, the mm-hmm. what our ears are yeah. tuned to and what He tunes our ears and hearts to, that's where the Psalms really connect with us. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, this study, so Janice, what we've been doing, and you know, because you've experienced the study book, I see it in front of you. We are approaching the Psalms in a way that we've never approached them before as a community. And honestly, in a way, we've already talked about this in the last couple of weeks that Rachel and I had never approached the Psalms even individually. And that is to pay attention to the way they are curated into five smaller books within the larger Complete Psalter is the word, um, or a word that you can use to refer to the entire book of the Psalms. And so there are five smaller books, Mm -hmm. and they were curated with intention, and they have themes that you can kind of see throughout each book. So week one, we had Shobraka on and talked about books kind of one One into two. Part of two, yeah. Yeah, So And then week two, we had our friend Catherine Wolf on to talk about the rest of two and all of book three which Mm -hmm. is a lot of lament psalms and that conversation you all just be sure to not to either of them they were very different and very profound in their own ways and so this week janice we are doing all of books four and five yes thank you for saying yes thank you for having me i'm curious because we've already gone first and said like hey we've not actually approached the psalms this way in our personal study have you I have in seminary, okay. and, but in a very cursory manner. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? So when you take Old Testament, unless uh-huh. your focus is Old Testament, you don't get to really dive into the Old Testament right. and all the details mm-hmm. in a class. But I have taken that and tried to approach it that way. But, you know, the Psalms are so good that it's one of those things that as you get older— you kind of start approaching more responsibly and more hmm. honestly because yeah. you've lived more and then you start to understand. Well, it's like any good poetry, really. Yeah. Any good poetry, you start to understand all that the poet was trying to say Having lived as, some you, life. As, as you live life. Yeah. Wow, and so yeah. even though I started in my 20s trying to say, yeah, there are five books and they do this, it was more cerebral than it was heart. And so now I'm coming at this age with a husband and a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and it's like, oh, I get it. You know, after a pandemic, it's different. After a Mm. crazy 2020 where so many things were put on, you know, on display Mm -hmm. that needed to change and shift, it's like, Lord, I get it, and Mm. I get what the poet was trying to say, and I appreciate how beautifully they tried to say it. Right, yeah. yeah. Janice, you described, like, how you— you know, were more cerebral about this approach to the Psalms at first, and then mm-hmm. it grew to be more, I guess, like experiential and like, yes. or just reflective, maybe, yes. and meaningful. And I, that's one of the things I really love about the study is that it is such a good combination of here is a biblical literacy thing that's happening yes. that you may not have known or yeah. noticed. Yeah. And also the way that the team constructed the plan and the way that the Lord constructed mm-hmm. his word <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that it enhances the experience. Yeah. And so this is such a good balance to me of biblical literacy and like more like academic, like here's what's going on. And yeah. also we're here to have a relationship with the Lord. Right. That's what his word is about, right? right? Yes. It's about him and us getting to know him. And so um, I, love that. I think that's a good word to be yes. like, to engage with one Psalm as a child or a teenager, or even as an adult, isn't doing it wrong. Not at that's all. To good. engage with one verse is not doing it right. Like, right. Just and, don't and I, only do that. Oh, right. and I'll throw in the math piece for the math listeners because it's a fractal. Yeah. And that makes me a real nerd. Oh, I like it. Wait. I know. Do I know, I know fractal fractal from exists frozen? outside of frozen? Frozen fractals. Who yes. else? Talk to us about fractals, Janice. Well, <laughs> I know you broadly, want to. Broadly, it's just <laughs> the idea that if you take the whole of something, if you break it into pieces, it yeah. still looks and takes on the shape of the whole. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. It's like if you take the whole Psalter, mm-hmm. uh-huh. it is saying what it's saying so that we can get to know the Lord. If you take one psalm, mm-hmm. it's still saying and showing us the shape of our Lord. Mm-hmm. If you take one verse, it's still doing the same thing. Mm. That's the beauty of the word is that each part still looks like the whole because that was the intention. So what I was thinking is you were, you were like, I was thinking, this makes me like math. I yeah. used to. I used to. Okay, and yeah. then I kind of lost my appreciation. Sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so about the full story of Scripture, so kind of as a refresher, and I'm not going to get this exactly right because I'm not going on any notes, but like yeah. in book one, it was like the Lord reigns. 
right? Yeah. Like yeah. Yahweh. Yahweh reigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get it, and his word is good, you mm-hmm. know, and celebrating his law. And then we get into book two is still some of that, but then you get a little bit of like, uh-oh, some things aren't going great. <laughs> like a little bit of lament. And that's and, Elohim. And it's Elohim. It's is the, the word, is the name mm-hmm. for God yeah. that's used. And yeah. then in book mm. three is that like, Israel's downward spiral, things are bad. And that's the darkest book of the yeah. Psalms is like and book doesn't three. really end tidily. No. It actually it does not in a it does not really hard place. And so that's where we pick up the last verse of book three of the Psalms, which is also kind of the doxology for the book, is in Psalm eighty nine and it's verse fifty two. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Mm. And then book four picks up Psalm 90, verse one. Lord, you have been our refuge in every generation. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world from eternity to eternity, you are God. Mm. So essentially, they're ans- you know, this psalm is answering it, it and blessing it. the Lord, yeah. Yeah. right, for who he is. And so book four of the psalms is kind of back to that theme of God's reign and God's faithfulness. But this time, instead of kind of focusing on the light, you know, David's time frame, yeah. the time frame of David, it broadens out more and it's it's you see themes of creation and the Exodus mm-hmm. and like Israel's history, yeah. their early history. And in what I love about book four and just the Psalms in general yeah. is that they anticipate Jesus. Yes. You know, there's a lot of king yeah. language and they anticipate Jesus as the eternal and forever king. Yeah. Let's read chapter 90. Janice, will you read it for us? Sure. So one note before Janice starts. Yeah. This is a Psalm of Moses. It's the only Psalm attributed to Moses. Oh. And it is thought to be the oldest Psalm in the Psalter, which I love. <laughs> All right. I love that he's like a, let's sum this whole thing up up type of guy. Yeah. Like, you know, you get one Hasn't song. Hasn't he come a long way? Hasn't he, he took come a pass a long of some way? poetry. Yeah. Yes. What, a, what a guy. Yeah. Well, and that even, I'm, I'm going to, excited to read it, but that even makes that first verse even more profound to me when you think about oh, who yeah. wrote it. Yeah. So, mm. okay. Okay, yeah. Psalm 90, eternal God and mortal man, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Lord, you have been our refuge in every generation. Before the mountains were born, Before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from eternity to eternity, you are God. You return mankind to the dust, saying, Return, descendants of Adam. For in your sight a thousand years are like yesterday that passes by, like a few hours of the night. You end their lives, they sleep. They are like grass that grows in the morning. In the morning it sprouts and grows. By evening it withers and dries up. For we are consumed by your anger. We are terrified by your wrath. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days ebb away under your wrath. We end our years like a sigh. Our lives last 70 years, or if we're strong, 80 years. Even the best of them are struggle and sorrow. Indeed, they pass quickly and we fly away. Who understands the power of your anger? Your wrath matches the fear that is due you. Teach us to number our days carefully so that we may develop wisdom in our hearts. Lord, how long? Turn and have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your faithful love so that we may shout with joy and be glad all our days. Make us rejoice for as many days as you have humbled us, for as many years as we have seen adversity. Let your work be seen by your servants and your splendor by their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be on us. Establish for us the work of our hands. Establish the work of our hands. This is the word of the Lord. Mm, thanks mm. be to God. It's beautiful. Be oh, God. Janice, I like it when you read scripture. Oh, that sounds thanks. beautiful. Uh-huh. Thank you. When I think about coming out of book three and how low we were left, right? Yes. Low, you really think low. about this first verse in book four mm-hmm. as the coming out of it. And I love that it's looking back and remembering who God has been yes. the entire time. Right. That's right. Always. It's always. Even though not that, how he seems to be today. Not how he seems to be today, but how 
brilliant is that? It's like, thank you, Lord. It's the remembering, like, oh, you've been a refuge in every generation. Uh And even in my life, as we talk about growing with the Psalms, it's like when it gets low, just thinking, wait a minute, let me remember, you are faithful to my mother, you are faithful to my mother, you are faithful to my grandmother Mm -hmm. and my great-grandmother. And I mean, even as a black woman, sometimes I sit and I think, what does it feel like to be a black woman this day in 2022? And even if it's negative on a day, I think Mm -hmm. to myself, but you were faithful to somebody in Mm -hmm. 1832, and they made it to heaven Mm -hmm. by way of that faithfulness. Yes. That remembering really is what pulls us out of darkest places where we're thinking, wait a minute, you've been God this entire time. Yeah. And what has that faithfulness looked like? You know? I love that you said that because that's something that struck me as I've been reading the the chapters from this week because I just thought like— there's so much oral tradition here. Yeah, there's yeah. so much. I mean, like how many times, like even this week that we'll talk about, like, here's what he did. Remember yeah. what he did. Yeah. Remember like generations ago, people whose names you wouldn't remember if we weren't passing this down. Yes. And I think that like my heart was challenged because we rely on the things that we write, the yes. photos we take, but like that oral tradition of like telling our kids, yes. this is how God was faithful to me and yes. to your grandmother and to your great grandma. Like, this is how he was faithful. Not like how it went for them. Right. But this is how God showed them his faithfulness. And like, I want my kids to know that. I want yes. the baseline. How many of our kids know their great grandparents' names, right? right or their right. great grandparents' names? We tend to drop the ball on that God's faithfulness from generation to generation in our own lives. Like, we yeah. do a good job of going, like, how is God faithful in scripture? But I want to be one. Yeah. I want to be mm-hmm. a mom that passes down the oral tradition of our family and yes. God's faithfulness. And you know, it. What I love about that is, and what I love about Scripture is, you know, somebody listening will say, well, I don't know that he was faithful to the generations before because they didn't believe or this happened. And what I love is how, you know, in the letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy in the beginning, when he's like, you know, your mother and grandmother passed this down to you. I mean, if you really think about that context and think about the fact that you know, Timothy is a man who is half Jewish and half Gentile. That's right. So that was actually scandalous. Yeah. And what Paul is doing is reframing and saying, actually, God had this plan for you the whole time. I know that people may call it scandalous, but what I'm calling it is blessed yeah. because I'm still in it. And so for anybody mm. listening, this verse is still for you. Mm-hmm. Lord, you have been our refuge in every yes. generation. And if we can apply that backwards, yeah. then we can believe it for now and apply it forwards. You know that. what I'm saying? Amen. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, um, so far, we've we've turned one page. <laughs> no, listen. And here's the thing, though. <laughs> I love what it. we did, though, is we were looking at Psalm 90. Yeah. You all did a good job. You get a gold star. <laughs> Thank for you. For looking for these themes <laughs> in right. that yeah. psalm. And it continues on. I mean, yeah. just looking at different pieces of other psalms from book four, there's Psalm 91, which is beautiful, and which I sang oh in youth choir. I, yes. w- I won't do that right now. Do okay. it. Do it. Yeah. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> no, if, any, if anyone sings in this episode, Janice, and oh, I, I hope that they do, I'm really counting on a little bit of singing from Janice it will be at you. some point in this hour. But even just like pieces that I've, I'm just kind of popcorn pulling some of these out. In verse 4, his faithfulness will be a protective shield. I mean, think uh, about that, that line alone yeah. and how representative. How can we possibly popcorn these out? Because then like we the have rest to. of verse Verse four, he will cover you with his feathers. He will take, yeah. you will take refuge under his wings. Like God is a bird is just. Uh-huh. Well, and that's the thing that caught me. God is a bird, right? Yeah. Because in verse three, he says, he himself will rescue you from the bird trap, right? Yeah. Kind of like the, oh. and I was like, God, the imagery that's used that he as the rescuer mm-hmm. is the giant, protective, capable version of what's trying to trap you. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. That's so on purpose that it's like, wait, 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 wait. Being saved from a bird trap uh-huh. by like the biggest <laughs> bird. Right. Yeah. Like, the bird with a capital B, like this, the, the <laughs> ultimate one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. And then for it, like to hear in scripture elsewhere, like that we will mount up on wings. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right? All of that is intentional. It is. Yeah. 
Okay, keep popcorn yeah. though, Amanda. Okay, 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 yeah. From the same Psalm, verse nine, because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent for he will give his angels orders concerning mm-hmm. you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. Mm-hmm. This describes yeah. a security and a safety that is beyond physical safety. Mm-hmm. Like it to interpret this as, you know, Nothing no, no actual happen. plague will come near your actual tent, I think is missing the depth of what is saying here. You mm-hmm. know, and this is mm-hmm. I shared in the week one conversation with show that like this part of what I struggle with in scripture is like this. It's very black. You know, if you try to read it literally in the Psalms, it's very black and white of like, oh, you're never going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that because scripture also says, Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble. Okay. Right. So it's got to be saying something else here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's talking about a different kind of, of security, which is again, like yeah. reveling in and celebrating God's faithfulness, not just to Israel, but mm. to all of his people. Yes. And that's what Catherine talked about last week yeah. when she really like talked about grappling with this verse that said, from you he will withhold no good thing. Yeah. And she was like, I can tell you a lot of good things that feel very withheld yes. from me. Yeah. And that she had to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle toward God in that verse yeah. and go like and and come out of it going, oh, the good things of God are not things. Yeah. They are like the promise that I will see his face on the other side. Yes. Like that's the good thing that like Peter would say, like is imperishable, unfading, like kept yeah. in heaven for me. And so like when we read this that we won't yeah. strike our foot, like, yeah, it doesn't mean you're not gonna like stub your toe in right. the night. Right. I, I like to believe genuinely that angels have protected me. Absolutely. Oh, I don't so think like, like also, to believe. Yes. I think that's yeah. also true. Yes. yes. Thank you for saying that because I think that's important to remember that like, oh, it that does is, happen. Yes. yes. Literally. Yes. So much more than we realize. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the imperishable kept in heaven things for us. I think that he commands his angels on our behalf in that. That I think that's once again growing with the Psalms. That's the yeah. beauty of being able to be moms yeah. is that we can understand that concept even in how we parent our children. You know, my son, who is five years old, if I tell him, I don't withhold anything good from you, mm-hmm. it's very true. I mean, we have spent mm. money and time and energy to make sure that he is prepared for life in ways that we weren't, in yeah. ways that we were. Yeah. And just we're trying to right. prepare life to be good for him with the Lord at the core of that. But If he asks for a toy tomorrow, that's not in line with that, or just it's trivial. It's like, no, we're not. That doesn't mean you'll get every toy you want. That doesn't mean you'll get every toy you want. Yesterday, he asked for a toy on the way home from school because he doesn't have the overarching picture. So he asked for a toy on the way home from school, and I said, okay, buddy, you have a room full of toys. So if you want more toys, I want you to go round up toys that you want to give away. And he was like, well, I don't want to give it away because then I'm going to miss it and want to play with it. I said, no, you just told me you're tired of those toys. So let's go ahead and round (laughs) them up and give them to somebody who doesn't have them. And in his mind, he might say that I'm withholding a good thing from Uh him. But the reality is I'm not. I'm teaching you a lesson. and giving you a better thing. I'm giving you a better thing, a lesson that will carry you. That's right. In life, and you're going to get the toy that you earn with that chore chart because that's the time we're in, buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're in chore chart oh, time. Listen. You know? And so it's just that's the grappling, the gift of being a parent or the gift of living life. You start to realize these principles that uh-huh. the Lord is showing us about Himself. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make sure that you will trample the young lion and the serpent. Uh-huh. And the biggest way possible. And right. sometimes that will show up quite literally. And other times you got to trust me because I'm way bigger than time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I yes. think that like when we look at these concepts in our like very closest, smallest in our hands way, yeah. the phrase that we love to use is even better. Like yeah. we think that this is good, but what God has is even better. So even like you're better. saying like, yeah, like you can trample the serpent, but like what's even better than that? Yeah. Like what does God have for us that's so much bigger than than what we think we need. Yes. Yeah. It's one of the things that's so powerful about the Psalms in this book, in book four, 
There are a few of them, like I'm looking specifically at, let's see, this is like a 105 and 106. They're long and they, you know, they are written in verse. They are psalms and songs, but they tell just like huge swaths of Israel's history. Yes. And I mean, it's general because it's highlights, but it's also specific in that their names named like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Israel. Mm-hmm. It just it keeps going. Yeah. And and so that's the power of telling that, like preserving that story, like you were talking about, Rachel. Mm-hmm. And song is in verse is such a powerful way to do that. But to do that, while it is like a zooming out moment, yeah. Yeah. it sets these real people who had real experiences and real moments of why did you just lead us to the desert so that you could let us die? Right. Like real moments of, God, are you withholding from me? And putting it in the framework of God has always been God, Yes, is always God, will always be God, and God is always faithful. And it helps us, I think, to see that because then it helps me to be able to do that in my own life. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I loved. You mentioned Psalm 106. Mm -hmm. I loved Psalm 106 in verse 6 where it says, both we and our ancestors have sinned. And in Mm -hmm. that, they pull us into this story that they're telling. And then I started to draw boxes around Mm -hmm. the very things. Like they would tell the story. The psalmist tells the story of what Israel's unfaithfulness to God. And then they summarize it. And it's like that summary is how we jump into the sin. You know, it's like, then they believed his promises and sang his praise. Well, that Or down here, they exchanged their glory in verse 20 mm-hmm. for the image of a grass-eating ox. And it's like, where do I exchange your glory uh-huh. for That's an right. image? You know uh-huh. what I mean? That's or right. in verse 21, they forgot God, their Savior, who did great things yep. in Egypt or already in mm-hmm. our past, right? Yep. Or 24, they despised the pleasant land and did not mm-hmm. believe His promise. How many times have I not been grateful and content yes. where the Lord has placed me that mm-hmm. is good, looking to see where I want to be? And it's just like, oh, even in telling that story, they've pulled every generation to come uh-huh. into this. We all do this as humanity. Talk about a mirror. Yeah, yeah. it's like yes. as humanity— if you don't feel like you've done it yet, live a little while yeah. and pay attention to where you're going to do it because you're going to need to come out of this and to figure right. out how how we come out of this as well, you know? Yes, absolutely. That's, I'm looking at the verbs in chapter 106 and I see the word forgot. Yeah. Repeatedly like yep. they forgot, they forgot, they forgot, yep. they despised, they grumbled. They like, align themselves. They align themselves. Yeah. Align themselves with false gods. Yeah. Yes. I mean, where am I doing that? I mean, verse, thir- verse 13 going back says they yeah. soon forgot his works and yep. would not wait for his counsel. That's right. They were seized with craving in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. Yeah. He gave them what they asked for. Oh, that line. But sent a wasting disease among them. He Which is talk about for. the cup of wrath. Like yeah. that's the cup of wrath. Yeah. Is people think it's just, you know, anger poured out. And it's like, that's that. Yeah. He gave them what they asked for, but sent a wasting disease among them. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's like find yourself in here because find yourself that's the way in here. to find Amen. yourself out yeah. with yeah. the yeah. Lord. Yeah. In the last two verses of that chapter and of book four of the Psalms. Yeah. Verse 47, save us, Lord our God, and gather us from the nations so that we may give thanks to your holy name and rejoice in your praise. And then verse 48 is the doxology for this book. Mm -hmm. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then we turn to book five, which is the last book of the Psalms, and that is what a lot of what happens mm-hmm. in yes. book five. It's just a lot of hallelujah. Uh, yeah. Book five and is praise. A, yes. the greatest hits. Ooh. Yes, it's oh just my praise, it praise, is. praise. <laughs> yes, it is, it is the uh, live album. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about how that mirrors scripture. Like, think yeah. about uh-huh. the new heavens and the new earth and those images from Revelation, yeah. where like. That actually is. Talk about destinations. Like, that actually is our Mm -hmm. destination. Yeah. To just dwell with in the Lord and praise Him forever. I I love the linchpin that you highlighted. Save us. He just told the whole story of where we have failed, where we will fail over Mm -hmm. and over again. But save us, Lord our God, and gather us from the nations. One, like, 
only he can, yeah. right? It's our That's only right. hope, Same right? Us. Which, like you said, this mm-hmm. is even the Psalms are leading us to Jesus. Yes. Like he's our only hope that we may give thanks to your holy name and rejoice in your praise. First of all, gathering us from all the nations, yeah. right? right? Which is what we know was always his plan and we see it in Revelation. And blessed be the Lord God of Israel. From I mean, mm-hmm. it's just then what do you do? You just worship over and over again because what a privilege That's that right. his, as we're about to go into with book five, like that the faithful love of God is so strong mm-hmm. that you are able to be saved. That's yeah. right. And what that, a privilege. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's true that like, yes, in this world, we do have trouble. Jesus was right. And <laughs> right. and th- things are difficult and we cause our own trouble. And yep. then there are things that are put upon us and... Things don't go the way that we would write the story if we were writing the story. And also, He is faithful in His plan, His will, that kingdom that He is gathering, that household that He is drawing us into, that cannot be thwarted. Mm -mm. So it's in both things are true. This life that we experience here on earth is difficult. Mm -hmm. And also... He has already secured yeah. the end of the story. Yeah. And, 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 and it's even true now. Yeah. You know, it's not even just a later truth. It's a no, he's who he is right now yeah. in us and yes. among us. Yeah. I mean, it is powerful. I mean, like yes. I'm reading the final three titles in our last three days of this plan, and they yeah. are the faithful love of God, yeah. the presence of God, yeah. and the final hallelujah. Yes. Amen. I mean, like, here we go into book five. <sighs> I also like book five. It's, they're more like snack-sized psalms. Yeah, yeah. except for uh-huh. 119. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. Snack-sized, <laughs> except for the actual Because there longest. is a banquet yes. of a psalm. Yeah. Smack dab in the middle yeah. of the word. I we did not. Psalm. I mean, you can thank us, I guess, that that is not a part of this week's reading, but also go read Psalm 119 yes. because well, it is. We have a whole study, a on whole Psalm reading yeah. on yeah. Psalm 119. Yeah. Okay, a couple of fun facts about that Please. I think yes. that are Set really interesting. Okay. We do have Psalm 119, the longest psalm in the Psalter, mm-hmm. and which is all about God's word. You all, it's beautiful. If you've you know not read it, it, you, know you we need love to it. settle in somewhere mm-hmm. and read it. <laughs> there are also a couple of groups of psalms that yeah. I think change the way we interact in a great way. Psalms 113 through 118 are psalms known as the Egyptian Hallel, mm-hmm. um, which if you're wondering, is Hallel, this. hallelujah, yes it is. Yeah. Um, they were traditionally sung during Passover, and so we'll talk about that. Is it because they begin with the word Hallel? can't remember why. We'll find out. We'll get to them. Sorry about And so it's, it's likely that, that Jesus would have sung these songs yes. during the Last Supper, yeah. which is really sweet to think about. Mm-hmm. And we do have a couple of those in the reading. And then Psalms 120 through 134 are known as the Psalms of Ascent. Mm-hmm. So those are Psalms that as people were going to festivals in Jerusalem, they would sing these along the way. On the pilgrimage. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and probably on the way back from exile, too, mm-hmm. to Jerusalem. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Quite literally. So, yeah. Yeah, some of the, yeah. yeah, the mountain. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. beautiful. So 107 is one of my favorites. It's the first one in the book, and so you all will enjoy that. And to mm-hmm. me, it's just like all these different scenarios that serve as backdrops for God's faithfulness, which mm-hmm. yeah. technically every scenario serves as a backdrop for God's faithfulness, but it specifically happens in the psalm, and I, I love it. I don't even know how to popcorn through these last two days because they are like truly yeah. Beautiful. Just kind of, I think that. But you're going to enjoy that. Like the yeah. point of this podcast, apart from just like believers having conversation about scripture, which is what we try to do mm-hmm. every week, is to get y'all excited about the reading that you are going to do to be a woman yeah. in the Word of God yeah. every day this week. And yeah. we, the three of us, are excited for y'all for the reading that you have ahead of you. I was just thinking, if you want a popcorn, I just love. Yes, please. Just real fast, the faithful love of God and mm-hmm. how just. It starts with, you know, give thanks to the Lord for He's good. His faithful love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord proclaim that He has redeemed them from the power of the foe, et cetera, et cetera. And then in verse 4, it starts proving yes. the faithful yeah. love of God. And it says, some wandered Case in the study. desert, right? Yeah. And then when you go to verse 10, others did this. And then verse 17, well, fools did this. Mm-hmm. And then in 23, Others did this, and it's like no matter what group you find yourself in, he has been faithful in his love. Like it's been expressed in different ways based on different people and circumstances, but nobody has actually escaped 
the faithful love of God. That's Amen. right. No, no one has ever escaped the faithful love no of God. No one. You can't do it. No. You can't do it. Oh. Verse 41, but he lifts the needy out of their suffering mm. and makes their families multiply like flocks. The upright see it and rejoice, and all injustice shuts its mouth. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. And that it's tied to wisdom. Let whoever is wise pay attention to these things and consider the Lord's acts of faithful love. This is to (laughs) inform the way we move around the world, the way we go about our lives. I teach a lot of diversity training and even racial trauma healing sessions. And that that you just read, like Uh starting at verse 39, it's like his faithful love of God has been consistent even throughout all time for people who might have been oppressed. It says, when they are diminished, as we said, some, others, Mm -hmm. fools, others, when they are diminished and are humbled by cruel oppression and sorrow, he pours contempt on nobles and makes them wander in a trackless wasteland. That's, that. it's like the people who are creating this oppression, that's what- He brings them low. He brings them low, but- he lifts the yes. needy out of their suffering and makes their families multiply like flocks. The upright see it. They see that he's doing this, and they are excited about what he's doing. That's right. And all injustice shuts its mouth. Amen. Can you imagine? He's saying everything you can think of, I've been faithful in it. Like, that's his testimony. Uh-huh. Even when you see, you know, people look historically, even thinking back to the beginning of book four, people look historically, look in their family histories or countries' histories, and they tell a story based on what they've seen. And this Psalter says, one second, whatever you've seen, put on top of that, that God has been reigning forever. From That's eternity right. to eternity. From eternity to eternity. And nobody gets out of humanity without needing to be saved. So whatever category you find yourself in, everybody needed to be saved. That's and right. it was actually his faithful love that is pulling you out of it. So worship him. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Like, <gasps> uh, yes. It's just and too I, good. And a possible new favorite psalm. Listen, these are, how can you? So good. Like, oh, I know. I so good. I love that. I, and I love, too, that Psalm 107 originally resonated with me because of a phrase that's repeated a couple of times where in the version that I was reading at the time, it's like he led them to a city where they could settle. Mm-hmm. And so when I was young and transient mm-hmm. and yes. just that, that like, I felt like I was stumbling around because yes. I was, you know, and that Same. he led them to a city where they could settle. And then how now, you know, it takes on, I've grown with it, I hope. Yeah. But I also like that we see the how. We get messianic psalms. Yes. Like wait, Psalm 1, what? I got to go back to one more thing in 107. I know. It's so good. The part that you pointed out, Janice, from chapter 17, like the answer to that particular section just got me because the 17 is the fools suffered affliction because of their rebellious ways and their iniquities. They loathed all food and came near the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. He saved them from their distress. And then verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. And like we think about like Jesus, his word, like yeah. this is also like, mm. yes. And then it says, he rescued them from their traps. I know we've got yes. to keep going. No, but, but that's whew. actually that it underscores like, because looking at Psalm 110, which is titled The Priestly King, which yeah. is a psalm of David. David yeah. right. was a king. Yeah. It's a psalm about Jesus. Yes. Yeah. That, you know, that who is not incarnate and is not walking the earth yet. Yeah. Yes. And I think that it's, it's so cool because we get like a what God is doing. And there's also in the psalm, there's a, the like how, yes. you know, the looking toward the Messiah, the priest forever, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. we'll yeah. read. Oh my goodness. I just, I just <laughs> love about that section. Once again, the word is a fractal, but just hmm. there are nobody can get out of mm-hmm. finding themselves That's right. in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Nobody can get out of it and out of the fact that we need to be saved. That's and right. it yes. just points toward Jesus over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. And what good news. What, what good, good news. news. <laughs> I mean, listen to Psalm 118. Talk about pointing to Jesus. We get everything from open the gates mm-hmm. um, to, you know, in Psalm. Where he says, in, I am the gate. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Verse 22, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Yes. Verse 25, Lord, save us. Hosanna. Hosanna. Yes. That's Hosanna. Lord, please yeah. grant us success. He who comes in the name of the Lord is blessed. Mm-hmm. 
the, it's Jesus. The real Palm Sunday Jesus, moment. Jesus. There. Yes, yeah. it is. It you know absolutely what? is. I love about that, too. Even when they were crying that on Palm Sunday, they had moved away from its original intent and more mm-hmm. towards a cultural cry, yeah. right? When they were saying oh, Hosanna, it was, yeah. it was way more cultural. They wanted yeah. a way more, you know— temporal good thing is what they were actually asking for. And the Lord still gave them the overarching good thing that he had for them. Like right? a give us success in our generation. Yeah, give us Rather freedom like from free the being occupied mankind. right now. Yes. And it's, he's like, listen, that's going to end so soon. That's a moot issue. What yeah. I'm giving you is me, and I'm yeah. giving you real salvation and redemption. Mm. And so I just love that, even that it goes back to that. And even when we didn't cry it right, right? Yeah. <laughs> we still got it. Oh, oh that's good. Got it. I mean, pray, and thank you, Lord, that that's true. Mm-hmm. And Psalm 118 that we were just reading from is one of those Hillel Psalms yeah. that Jesus likely sang with his mm-hmm. disciples at the Last Supper. And what gets me the title of that Psalm, of Psalm 118 and the CSB is Thanksgiving for Victory. I love that. And you think about wow. where Jesus was going and what was yeah. So he's um, walking imminent. up to the Mount of Olives. Yes, and his singing Thanksgiving for Victory. <sighs> yes. As he goes to battle. Mm-hmm. Can I throw something quirky in here? Please. Just Always. a little human. Has it ever like made y'all chuckle or like feel weird that I just thought of it when I'm thinking like, okay, Lord, you saying, Lord, save us, and you are the one who saved us. Uh-huh. Have y'all ever considered like the fact that Jesus ate fish and he created them? Uh-huh. That's just me being weird, uh-huh. but it's like, so the fish were eaten by the Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is just but so likewise, interesting like, to me. What did Jesus' fingerprints look like? Exactly. I got to know. Oh, All those things I think about I've when I read the word. Yeah. I think about that. Like, Did, did the fish just say... For the Lord, yeah. you know, just surrender themselves. To yeah, me. yeah. All <laughs> things like, were created but by Him awesome and for thing Him. About reading Scripture is that, like, we ask yes. serious questions, and we and also ask like some quirky you, questions. Okay, it's like, <laughs> the Lord walked the earth, and that means the Lord yeah. walked the earth, <laughs> anyway. right? Trinity. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Keep um, us on task. I like that there's a whole sentence in this yeah. episode that says, "Right, Trinity." <laughs> <laughs> You can quote me on that, everybody. <laughs> Trinity. Direct quote. Amanda Bible Williams. Amanda Bible Williams. Um, you mentioned some greatest hits, some of these Psalms of Ascent oh, that we'll read. It's, you know, in the 120s, I can't remember yeah. exactly which. They'll be labeled in your Bibles but and in your study book, Psalms 120 through 134. Yeah. yeah. But you get, I mean, the one that begins, like, I lift my eyes yes. to the hills. You get, unless the Lord builds a house. That's mm-hmm. that's my favorite one. Who starts a poem with unless? It's like uh-huh. something about oh, that just yeah. rocks my Ooh, world. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. That I like unless that. just rocks my Because what other psalm has started that way? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, None? I don't, I don't, but I don't, how about that verse, too? In vain, you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. It's like, rest, daughter. Mm-hmm. Rest, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yes. in control of In that. vain, you're doing a thing that Bam. you think that you're holding all things together. Hamster wheel. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, ouch. I'll just oh. go ahead and put a little star next I to that. I know. <laughs> like, I am so convicted. I, like, I have read that many times. Uh-huh. I read it again just this morning. Oh. But when you read it to me, Rachel... Yeah. It did something. Yeah. I feel you? like I don't know how to do this study in particular without a pen in my hand. Like and yeah. every yeah, time, no. like I just, I have to have a pen. In well, my it's hand. the Psalms. Yeah. yeah, it's part of. There's yeah. something about it. We talked about them. it with show a little bit a couple weeks ago, but how you know the purpose that art serves yeah. and song and how it's all truth. You know, it's God's truth. This is. It's true things that we read all throughout the Bible, and yet there's something about the format of a song and of a poem that communicates it to a place that straightforward, you know, prose sometimes can't. Well, it's because art is a great connector. Think about Uh we go to an art museum and Mm -hmm. we stare at a painting that was painted in the 16th century. Right. And you can just look at it because art is this condensed form mm-hmm. of human story mm-hmm. that we feel so deeply that it just goes deep, more deeply to a place than prose ever could because yeah. prose is more cerebral. When we mm-hmm. take in art, 
it goes to the middle of our bones. And so how beautiful and how brilliant of the Lord to include art in his word. So it's like if you get to the Psalter and take it in as art because it's going to be as potent Mm -hmm. and as effective as listening to a song that's three and a half minutes long, but that's theologically complete or a hymn, right? I love that. Um, It's going to do that because that human experience comes through art like never before, and how much more when it's really the truth. Amen. You know? Amen. I love that. I'm going to have to write a psalm of lament about the fact that we're almost out of time. (laughs) Oh, Lord. That's good. Why is the time going so quickly? How long, oh, Lord? An hour. An exact hour is how long. (laughs) Don't you wish that were the answer to most of those questions? (laughs) I'll tell you exactly how long. So we, as we turn the pages toward... Psalm 150, of course, Psalm 148, I have a special place in my heart for because Kids Read Truth has that sweet children's oh, book. Oh, it's so good. I know. Well, it's it is a just scripture. It's a picture book, and all the words are just, it's this song. It's just God's words. I it's so sweet. It's amazing, oh, and I love it. I feel it. like it's a well-kept secret, that yes. little picture book. We'll link to it. Not anymore, doggone it. Oh, <laughs> That's right. But can we can we end by reading Psalm 150? I think we have to because we yeah. read, I mean, have to. Yeah. And the, yes, I'm very excited to because we began by reading Psalm 1. And then yeah. we are compelled to, side of And we of are compelled yeah. yes. to read Psalm 150 because we're bookending this. And also, just that's what we've done is we've yeah. walked through. Now, we haven't read every psalm, but we have walked all the way through the book yeah. of Psalms. We've read almost 60 of them. I mean, Maybe 59 wow. psalms. Not a yeah. small amount. Yeah. Small psalms. That's yeah. fantastic. Weeks. And you're going to love, like, as it comes to a close, there are so many hallelujahs. And it really is the team, the phrase the team used in the introduction to this last and fifth yeah. book was exuberant praise. Yes. And that is, like, it's yeah. very, very exuberant. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so let's read Psalm 150. And think of it like the big, finish in a symphony or like imagine timpani just going wild like this is the you know what i mean like that's what we'd get you to sing thank you please don't let that count but this is that like that you start to rehearse praise so much that it gets so good that you start to milk exuberance out of every beat Note and everything. The word. swell it's has the happened. Swell and, and it's yeah. the big finish. All right, Janice. Uh, if that didn't count, here are our two choices. One, you can sing Psalm 150 for us. <laughs> 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 or why don't we do line by line around the table? Yeah, we can do. Unless, oh, I like that. We, you yeah. want to sing, do you? Well, I, I don't have. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I don't have, have a melody. Any, you to would this have to one. make that up. So I know, and it would. You know, it could yeah. go great or it could go wrong, and, and then let's, there, let's here we end are. with a big finish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And either way, we would have it captured, (laughs) recorded. Oh, boy. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Praise Him for His powerful acts. Praise Him for His abundant greatness. Praise Him with the blast of a ram's horn. Praise Him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and flute. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen and amen. Spirit is here in this room. I'm so thankful. This was so fun. Janice, can you just, can we talk songs every week? Yes, we can. I'll be Mm -hmm. here next week. I love it. I love it. We'll also talk skincare and all the other things. And we have fancy coffee for you. The fancy coffee is a blessing. Yeah. Truly a blessing. Janice was like, can I come hang out here? Absolutely, you can. This is our goal, is to make everyone want to just hang out here when they come visit. Y'all, you're going to read this week books four and five of the Psalms. Um, You're going to be a woman in the Word of God every day, and we are excited to be that with you. So we'll be coming back next week on Monday, opening the book of Ruth together as a community. And then It's been a while since we've read it it together. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm trying to think about like what other things are coming— Following Ruth, we will be opening for three weeks the book of Leviticus oh, together. Oh, my goodness. All right. Come on. Guys, this is exciting. Uh-huh. It is exciting. But then what do we follow Leviticus with? Hebrews. Hebrews. How Ooh, about that Our one great too. high priest, yep. right? Yes. And if you are a subscriber, you know that every once in a while we do two book months. And so 
Leviticus and Hebrews come in the same box. Okay, this is a big deal. So we don't normally give you the hard sell. I'm about to because this is – well, because I feel like as your friend, I need you to know that – the sub box is $20 a month. Normally, mm-hmm. most months you get one book in your sub box. In September, you will get two study books, mm-hmm. but for the same sub box price. And we mm-hmm. love that, don't we? I mean, so I, I love a like, bargain. That's what friends do. They yeah. tell each other about the good. Yeah. If you've ever thought about, and even if you haven't, subscribing to the She Reads Truth sub box, this is for sure the moment mm-hmm. because you get Two it books, just what a deal forty eight dollars for yeah for twenty well, bucks. I'm I'm gonna do a hard sell and just from an, another perspective, it's like twenty dollars a month right. to be accountable in the word is like golden. Yeah, twenty dollars is it's not nothing. Mm-mm. It's not. You're but right. compared to the things that we spend disposable income on, mm-hmm. it is. What a deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just, it's like, you know, people get hello fresh just because it's like, I don't want to have to think about 100%. how I'm going to do mm-hmm. this. It's like you become a subscriber and yeah. you don't have to, because a lot of times people don't open the work because they literally don't, I don't know, know where to, where to start. Read. Yes. Don't it's know like, where to what start. do I start? So people try to do the one a year, the Bible in a year thing. And they're like, but I can't keep up with that every day in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is the answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And listen, you're not, you know, spoiler alert, you're not going to do it perfectly. Um, and you don't have to. And that's, We have that's a grace okay. day every week. Get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. And honestly, even if there are full books that you just don't get all the way through or opt out to read something else with a different group or whatever, just to have, I mean, you're building a library mm-hmm. of companions yes. for Bible reading. Yes. Right. These things that you can pull off your shelf and you can... Whenever. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. So Whenever. we're really passionate about what we do here at yeah. Sharon's Truth. I don't know if you can tell. Like, missionally, um, this matters to us. And we're since I'm coming back next week, I'm also passionate. <laughs> But I will also say I'm that it is, since it is September, at the end of this month, Advent comes on sale. And so if you're a subscriber, Advent comes <sighs> to you. You don't have to I lift mean, your finger. Where's the year going? I know. I know. Advent, it's crazy. Which, yeah. it's Who isn't looking for something for Advent right. in the Christmas season? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a way to just be reminded, like, hey, come out of the commercialism and... Let's remember the real deal. I love that. Amen. All and right. for our children. And for our babies. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. That's so true. Janice, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So much. For, I've enjoyed every I've, moment. I have, I'm sad this hour is over. I am writing a psalm of lament about this. She didn't sing, but we're going to link to some songs. Yeah, we are. Janice I'll just, I'll just, sing. I'll sing, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Simply that, Andre Crouch. (laughs) Friend. The spirit is here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, friends, come back next week. We'll open the Bible to the book of Ruth. And until next week, Janice, what do we tell our friends? Keep opening your Bibles. (laughs) 